ButcherBox makes it easy and convenient to get the highest quality grass-fed, grass-finished beef, organic free-range chicken, heritage breed pork, and wild-caught seafood without any antibiotics or added hormones delivered straight to your door. For me, I love their ribeye steak with a smoke and reverse sear, their tender belly bacon, which is some of the best uncured bacon on planet Earth. ButcherBox partners with people, small farmers included, that treat their animals in the best possible way and never give any added antibiotics or hormones. When you join, you choose your box and delivery frequency. You can cancel at any time without any penalty, and ButcherBox delivers amazing and fresh meat right to your door in a 100% recyclable box. For a limited time only, get free chicken nuggets for a year and 10% off your first box when you sign up today and use the code WP. That's a 22-ounce bag of gluten-free organic chicken nuggets in every order for a year when you sign up at butcherbox.com forward slash WP and use the code WP. Welcome to Western Contours Podcast, sharing experiences, providing insight, and looking for solutions to become better hunters. We talk gear, on and off season preparation, tips and tactics, conservation, and finding inspiration in the outdoors as sportsmen and women. Thank you for joining us as we share our love for all things Western hunting. So this is uh, Saturday. This is the busy day on the mountain, man. <laughs> For me. <laughs> You've had busy days since Tuesday. No, I'll tell you, man. Uh, rolling in a day late and a few dollars less <laughs> kind of gets you excited, you know. Um, but I'll tell you what, yeah, busy day today planned up. Mountain Madness Comp, I just got them launched. And uh, huge turnout for the competition this year, dude. I'm so stoked. Would you have a couple hundred people there, huh? Yeah, there's over 100 people in the comp this year. That's awesome. Yeah. So uh, Mountain Archery Fest, Purgatory, Durango, Colorado, first big shoot of the year with Mr. Brandon Waddell, the the man uh, behind Mountain Archery Fest. Um, you know, there's a lot of hardworking folks that are behind it, but this is, uh, we'll call them the brains of the operation. And, and one of the things that I've noticed, and I've done quite a few shoots, is and not this not taken away from anything else but the amount of families right the amount of of yeah. little tykes i mean little yeah. tykes walking around with bows um it's it just man the atmosphere is it's amazing thus far right and we're just we're really a day in we're a day into the three and you know and friday doesn't bring out the fans man but saturday and sunday this mountain will be crawling with families having a great time enjoying the sport of archery and that's why we're here that's why we're here we're here to build this sport some more build it from within ground level families kids and move them on up you know, and that's yeah they're uh not scared of the courses i haven't no. i haven't had a chance to get on the mountain yet but uh the folks that i'm talking to as they're passing by the booth there's not a lot of lost arrows thus far <laughs> no i'll tell you if most of uh, cryptic's gonna get hit hard today and that's when it's all going down. Yesterday, uh, 
Well, yesterday it was a great, a huge day for the Pope and Young course and the Eastman's course. Uh, Base map had a few survivors uh, that made it off the hill and they had a blast. Um, but you know, Saturday and Sunday are cryptic days. And that's because everybody kind of gets through a couple courses and then they get to gauge up how many arrows they got left and then they start sending. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a, uh... We'll see too, because Diego and I have been shooting the the practice course here, and there wasn't too many arrows that we were finding. But I'm curious to see. I think we're gonna hit the mountain later, take the camera up, take the bows, and uh, and see what we can see in terms of arrows missing. Well, I know when we when the cryptic course got set, we found a half a bucket worth of arrows from last year. Oh goodness! And it's mainly because we don't set in the same spots, and so we we find we find them as we're wandering through to set a new spot, typically. And so it's pretty. It was pretty interesting the other day. They just kept bringing stuff: phones, keys, credit cards, arrows, flasks with tequila in it. I mean, you can't imagine the stuff we find on this mountain <laughs> during the week when we're setting up. Yeah, at least the tequila kept the camp warm last night. <laughs> what, uh, what's been the focus for you guys this year? I mean, outside of spreading archery, right? What's been the focus for math as math has progressed over the last three years, um, focus tends to change, right? Mm -hmm. And, and the, the value set changes and the ideals behind it change. What, what has it looked like this year for you? I think uh, something that kind of changed and came about this year that we're really trying to get out there is just who we are. All of our families, all of them, all our sponsors, we want people to get to know who they are and not just, oh, they're a camel company or, oh, you know, anything like that. Get to know them as people, human beings. Mm -hmm. We need to get back into that after what's happened in this crazy world the last year or so. The focus for me is to get families back together. My focus is to get love back in this world a little bit more and just to continue to try to raise the bar on everybody on their archery levels so the way we build the courses this year we're specifically designed to give every shooter more opportunity to hone their craft and to build their self-esteem and 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 feel confident in what they're doing and so that was a huge focus for this year is who we are and, uh, and, and just making sure that we're doing a very well-rounded event for every discipline, every age level and every ability. And, and one of the things that I've noticed here, you know, maybe I didn't, I wasn't paying attention to it, um, previously right at other shoots, but there's a ton of trad guys yeah. and gals, right? Yeah. I mean, I was this morning, I was kind of blown away. You usually see one or two, but there's groups of five and six mm -hmm. walking around with trad. There was a couple of folks that come over to see Diego and they were, you know, from the Navajo Nation, which is, you know, a couple hours away. You want to talk about some beautiful quivers, handmade. Oh, oh yeah, dude, man, these guys man. roll with it, don't they? Oh, my I God. I mean, all handmade stuff. I mean, they're like, you know, I'll tell you, and, I'll, and there's some guys that come off that res, man, that can flat shoot. Yeah. I mean, it's impressive. Yeah, that was, uh, I was yeah. impressed. Yeah, that. you know, and that's part of the, it's, car, it's kind of part of our feel here, you know, I mean, we want every discipline. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have a, I have an Olympic recurve category in my Mountain Madness comp and no one signed up for it yet, but it's going to stay Somebody's going to get Somebody's it. Somebody's going to do it. And once I get one or two of you to do it, you'll come back for more. Yeah. So, you know, it's just a matter of just taking a little bit of time. I think a few of the things that we worked on this year, you know, coming this year, we did a lot of changes in registration, a lot of changes in merchandise. Um, you know, we're rolling a lot 
electronically um, that comes with pros and cons. Um, but we really felt that it was the right move for us to utilize QR codes and make some of those moves just to make the registrants experience getting in and out of this event better. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we were able to do it, but just de- some better details, right? Just a little sharper pencil on the details this year. Every year we learn some. Right, and you elevate your game Every on year. those learnings. So one of the big focuses, and I know it's a big focus for you, and, and it's something that you're really passionate about, um, is the Pope and Young Club, right? And, and yeah. the aspect of conservation and continuing chart, uh, archery and, and really promoting Pope and Young, right? I mean, the, we have a course on the mountain. We had the dinner last night. So you know, give us a little bit on that and your, and your, your feeling on that. Cause you, you got me pumped up last night yeah. when you were talking at dinner. I got the chills right now talking about yeah. it. Yeah. I'll tell you what, you know, Pope and Young means a lot to me when I, when I shot a good buck, my, that was my first buck and still my only good buck, um, you know, or, or however you want to put it. They're all good bucks. <laughs> but anyway, uh, you know, when I got involved in the Pope and Young through that and have put my first um, animal in the book, I kind of thought, you know, okay, I'll do it. You know, I was a little bit reluctant. I didn't really know what it meant to me. I didn't know what it really meant to the animal. I, I wasn't really familiar. Um, so I put my animal in the book, and uh, I ended up getting second place with that buck with CBA in the state of Colorado that year for a velvet typical. And so then Pope and Young said, hey, you know, we're looking, that's a beautiful mount, and we'd love to have some more mounts down here at the convention in Phoenix. And so they were like, well, can we do that? And I said, sure. Yeah, no problem. I'll bring it down. And and that was my first convention I went to. And once I got on that convention, man, I hit that floor, and I met these men and women. That, and, man, I, that was it. I'm in. I'm a lifer. And that's obvious by the fact that I, you know, I went out, and, and it took me two years to design that course find the resources to get it done the way I wanted it done. And, um, you know, and I just did that because that's my contribution back to something that I feel is going to continue to give back to me for my life. Mm-hmm. And so Pope and Young Club, as a national archery organization, the only one we have in the U.S., you know, you got to be a member. If you shoot a bow, you should be a member of your national organization, your state organization, and a local club. And, I, I mean, I'm hardcore that way. It's It's, you should, you have to. It's not... You, you have to if you want to see this sport continue to grow and you want to continue to see the seasons stay the same and not get, you know, interrupted by other weapons or or whatever. You know, we have to collectively stay together. And the best collective movement is to do those three things. If those three things happen from every archer, we would have pr- an amazing hand in the game. One of the things, you know, last night at the dinner and, and there was a question asked, right? And it was... The response, the response was very simple, right? And uh, it was, well, what, what is Pope? What can Pope and Young do for me? Mm-hmm. And the response was, well, why is it about me? Why isn't it about the future? What can you do? What can we do for the future? And ultimately, right? I mean, well, as hunters, right? There's, there's a little bit of selfishness in what we do right with the, with the value set in the pursuit and to have the look in in pushing that for the future is ultimately where it's at we say it all the time yeah. right yeah. you know future generations i want to hear for future generations but the action in holding for future generations is in what you're saying is, right. is being a member of these organizations and for me it doesn't 
it doesn't mean just paying the $35 membership, right? It's having a conversation or volunteering at an event um, or talking to the folks at the local archery shop that may not know about it. For me, it's talking about it on the podcast and hoping that it hits more and more ears. Right. Um, but it's about the future, right? If those are the, the actions that we need to take. And man, I was so impressed I was so impressed with that response. Like I was just grinning ear to ear. Yeah. Like that was awesome. I don't think the dude that asked the question that got the response took it the right way because his face was just kind of like, you know, somber after. It sets you back. Yeah. yeah. But, but, you know, but that's where we're at in this world right now. Yeah. You better be ready to take stuff these days anymore, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Right. So I think, you know, yeah, humble out, man. It isn't about us. This is about these animals. Like I mentioned, you know, it's, yeah. um, you know, for me, putting an animal in the book is about continuing the legacy for that animal. It ain't about me. I put my initials in. I don't put my name in. It's not about me. You know, that whole course I built, that's about those animals. Mm-hmm. You know, you, there's a there's a great, an awesome sign at each one of those Pope and Young targets that talks about the species and how they're doing, where they're located. I mean, just awesome information. And down in the lower right-hand corner is the little bit about the guy who shot, shot the animal. Because I can tell you that when in talking to all these world record holders, some were reluctant for to even be involved because they they're they're just humble people. Mm-hmm. They're like, I don't, I put it in there for the animal. I don't need the recognition. You don't put my name on that sign. I'm like, I will recognize you on the sign. You you mastered a, a yes. situation. Yes, there's some in luck. that. You mastered that right. moment. You you should be proud. Well, I think we all do that, right? Is is especially when it's a significant animal, if right. you will, right? Yeah. Is we we discount what we did, right? I mean, you beat, you beat, you bested. That day you bested. And and if there's luck involved, so be it. But man, you bested that beast. There's something right. special about that. But it's always about the beast. That's right. You know, it has to it's stay amazing, that way. man. And and that's what and that's what I like about the Pope and Young Club is like John answered that gentleman last night. No, man, this is your club. It's not what am I going to stand up here and do for you. Become a member and then you can be a part of this club. Your voice will be heard in Pope and Young. They did a, some changes here in the last couple of years voting um, so that if you're a member, just a general member, you now get to vote. So collectively now, Pope and Young has realized over the years that they had to open that opportunity. They need to hear from us. We we we. The rule used to be you had to be in 10 years before you could be a voting member. Now it's not 10 years. Now it's less. So now mm-hmm. you can get in and you, you, you're you in the game. That's wisdom, right? There's right. wisdom in that. Now, Taunt. now, because that's, that's some of my issue with organizations is that I don't have a say, right? It, it's like, well, how is that? How is that? I may not agree with it. How is that affecting me? Or I don't like that, mm-hmm. right? But because I'm a member, I'm just, I'm backing it, right? And there's right. things that I don't agree with. So I think there's wisdom in having any member, you know, mm-hmm. voice their opinion. Mm-hmm. You can look at, you know, your demographic and you might have to separate it. It's going to take some work, right. but at least we know what the voice is across the demographic. That's right. So I think there's wisdom in that. Yeah. They, Pope and Young in the last five to 10 years has made some significant changes to their whole structure. Um, they realized they were dating themselves. They realized that they had, you know, that people perceived them as an, a record club mm-hmm. and a white collar club and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But, couldn't be any further from the truth they know they need us they know that Mm -hmm. and that's why we're doing this stuff at math that's why we have a course we're my goal is to bridge the gap 
between the age demographic gap that's missing in Pope and Young. I'm 50. I'm young at Pope and Young. That's not okay. Right. But I can tell you in the last three years, Mountain Archery Fest has put over 200 people in Pope and Young Club under the age of 35. That's what we're here to do. That's awesome. We're here to get the fresh blood and the fresh, you know, look, even if you're, I don't care if you're just a simple whitetail hunter and you're just, you're just cruising in the woods, you got 40 acres, or if you're an Alaskan hunter or you're any, whatever, it doesn't matter. You, there's, there's benefit in being a part of Pope and Young Club. There's, there is something for you in it, in this club. Find it. It's there for you. It, they'll listen to you. They'll, you know, they're trying very hard to be, and they're a specific club, like John talked about, right? They're trying very hard. They're an archery club, but their archery, when you think of who's reaching out to Pope and Young to try to get money for their events or their, you know, like SVDA, NASP, things like that, that they've worked with in the past, they don't have enough money to go around for all of these archery programs that are happening, you know, and so they need our help. If we want kids in this sport, we want to start at the bottom. Pope Young's a great place to start. They're, they shove tons of money into S3DA, which is making its way west at a good pace, actually. I think John kind of underestimates what's happening there. Um, they've come across the Mississippi, and now it's making moves. So um, that's exciting. So we just need to give the support to, the arch- to archery. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, not just with archery, right? When you, when you talk about the conservation aspect we just across our demographic right we spend a lot of time looking at draws or how do i get in this draw or how do i win this tag right probably mm-hmm. the one of the least important aspects of what we're doing is at the moment right, right. i mean we're in at the moment that's right and it sucks <laughs> right it sucks because if we stay in the moment this is we're not going to have any moments when you know we're next we're next to Diego Otero's booth main beam addiction we won't have he won't have moments no he won't get them right because right. we want to be in the moment we want to ignore the yep. other stuff right, right. It, it is it really that important to us you know it what should I'm saying? be it should be right <laughs> yeah. but is it really and it and it's it puzzles me I get it but we, it puzzles we, me every human wavers they waver look we we're all tr- we're in it for ourselves mm-hmm. man right. That's we're we're flat out animals, yeah. man. Yeah. And and but look, every now and then you just gotta break out of the mold. Yep. Right. That's all. It just takes breaking the mold once, twice, three, boom, and then it just starts happening. Right. So, you know, get out of the mindset that that clubs like this don't work for you. This club will work for you, but you got to find your place to work it. What is important to you. And to further that, right, and it's not necessarily, it may not be the individual impact. That's right. But across the broad spectrum of our demographic, across this industry, that's the impact we should worry about, right? That's right. Pull the individual out of it, look at the big picture, and just settle in that it may not be the one issue that you got a hair up your butt for, <laughs> yeah. right? Right. So we'll get off our soapbox. So tell us about the courses we have on the mountain uh, for this shoot. And uh, I'll let got, you get back to business, man. Yeah, we got we got quite a few up here. Um, five today. We were well, we got six actually. So we've got uh, the base map course up on the mountain, which is awesome. It's kind of own your hunt. You got it. You have to use a, a you can, free version of the base map app, and you can make it through all the markers. And it's kind of a story course. So you 
not every marker is a shooting opportunity. So as I cruise through that mountain building that course, it's like I came across elk shit, boom, marker, rip a bugle. Do you hear a bull? He's close, right? Move to the next marker, make a good shot on a big legal bull, right? And so then you make it to the, you got to find the next marker. You find the next marker on your phone, boom, there's a bull, shoot it. Boom. All right, cool. Then after that, what's the next marker? Oh, we're going to go over here. This is a great place to glass. Okay, we're going to go over here and glass. So now you get there, you look at the marker, you touch it on your phone. It says, take a seat, get out your glass, find the bear. Once you find the bear, drop a pin and start your stock. Nice. Right? And then you drop a pin, you start your stock. And it's the, the idea of the course is it's like really hunting. I mean, I was just kind of walking around out there and then it's like something would come. I'd just be like, oh check this out That's you know awesome. we'd be like this is i mean i just walked around the mountain like i was hunting and then putting down targets and scenarios that have challenged me in my archery hunting career mm -hmm. right like I, you know and i just try to work on people's third axis i try to work on their footing i'm trying to work on their you know uh, downhill and uphill angle shots and so and it's all realistic shots it's no air mails it's nothing crazy it's real hunting idea course and it's it's super cool because you're using awesome. all the stuff that we all use mm -hmm. when we go out in the woods right here so you can start practicing your base map you can start practicing some gear you can start practicing you know what you want getting some hiking in today or whatever you some and glass time cool. there's guys that need glass time <laughs> yeah there's guys that need i'm one of them yeah so you know so that's just a whole new concept this year that i've never seen anywhere and something that i wanted to try to do that's and, awesome and we went through it and then i had some shooters come down and we talked and so we did look even though i say like last year we learned this we learn stuff every day we are constantly adapting on the moment here right so what i learned on those courses this weekend i will reapply when i get to eagle like, and we hope that by the time we get to our last event that we're just Dialed. like purring like a pretty <laughs> kitten, right? But it, it won't happen. And I, and that that's, it won't. But so then, then the next course is uh, Cryptic. And that is the one you're going to send some air, man. I mean, like Cryptic has stepped out, I think, from 60 to 130 yards. And you're talking some hard angles, long, tight windows, coverage, you know, I mean, there's one out there you pretty much you you cannot shoot unless you sit flat on your butt so you'll have to draw and then sit or sit and draw whatever you can do so you know we just we're always trying to add some spins to the things that might you might encounter mm -hmm. in real life so then the eastman's course is our intermediate course and it's uh, a great higher level uh trad course and then uh and it's got great backdrops. It's a great air retrieval course, so to speak, right? So, you know, that's a fun one. And then the Pope and Young course. Then we have a kids course. And then to yesterday at 2 o'clock, I set a completely separate comp course on a different part of the mountain. And uh, just to throw everybody a curveball. You can't okay. imagine. The people are starting to come every year. They're like, so is it going to be in the same spot? Are you going to set that oak up in the same spot? And I'm like, I ain't no telling way. you nothing. <laughs> you know, I can't give you any advantage over anybody else, right? So, you know, the, I'll tell you, you start down here at the practice range, warm up, shoot a few kids' targets, work your way up, shoot Pope and Young. You feel good and confident there, go over and shoot Eastman's. When you feel good and confident with Eastman's, then go step your, step your way up to the base map course and go wander around and make some good shots. And then... If you feel great with your on shot fire. and you're on fire and your equipment's dialed, then go go hit cryptic and let her rip. Heck yeah. You know? Good deal, man. All right, brother. Well, I know you're busy, man. Yeah. I appreciate you stealing a few minutes out of the schedule. 
uh, I'm happy to be here. Thank you, dude. Again for I'm this. so glad you rolled in here, man. Yeah. Your booth looks so amazing. Thank you. you. I mean, Lauren and fam, Good Bowl Outdoors, <laughs> outstanding. Gave, gave you some <laughs> kick-ass elk pictures. Yeah, man. buddy. I call Lauren and I'm like, "Hey, man, I'm I'm doing this and I need some help." And he goes, "Well, tell me the pictures." And dude, he dialed it in a couple days, and then yeah. the Strike Visual guys, Matt dude, over at Strike Visual, those guys are awesome, huh? Yeah, I dealt yeah. with uh, Matt Stump over there, yep. and he just man, they they turned this thing around in less than two weeks to my door. Yeah, you know, just amazing. No, so. they're legit. If you're in this business and you're looking for stuff like that, indoor, outdoor, small, gigantic, oh, they it got doesn't some, matter. Dude, Strike's they, impressive. They got some killer yeah, stuff. Their turnarounds in, is kick ass. Yeah, it's, he said typically it's two weeks for production and then you know whatever the mail time is i had this in less than two weeks mm. to my door you know because at, at first i was like okay i'll just kind of go you know low budget we'll call it and then i go <laughs> you know what i can't do that i'm gonna show up and i'm gonna show up right and uh man i'm so glad i did yeah no um i think the corner balances are my this, this that, is, yeah this is one of my favorite right i know you listeners can't see it but on his 10 by 10 10 he's got these corner balance i think it's is that called balance how they do that it's like window balance i think so yeah but they're really cool. Yeah. So, yeah I tell out. you, man, every year I get a few more people that roll into this deal. And I'll tell you what, the family's growing. Yeah. And if you want to be a part of this family and you, and you got something that you think can offer to the archery community, uh, you know, a legit something that service, product, love, don't matter. Mm-hmm. If you got bring it, it, bring it. We we'll, would love to have you part of the family. So I just appreciate all the listeners appreciate anybody that shot math man and you and man i love you man love you brother you're the best at what you're doing right now you Thank keep you, killing it Thank you for listening. Follow Western Contours on Instagram, subscribe on YouTube, and sign up at westerncontours.com. Episodes are available on most major platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Stitcher. Subscribe, leave us a comment, and don't forget to hit that five-star rating. We appreciate the support, and until next time, lay them down. We spend a lot of time preparing for our hunts and how we fuel our efforts is key. Head over to ValleyToPeakNutrition.com, helping you perform optimally in the backcountry. Sign up for Mountain Hunter Box on our partners page. Mountain Hunter Box is a monthly subscription box for backcountry hunters. Receive quality hunting gear and camping gear at your doorstep every month. You can select the species you want to hunt and the method of take. With three, six, and 12-month subscription options, use Western Contours at checkout.